Hi, and welcome to the Building Gen Wealth Podcast. My name is Andrea, and I am a Latina money coach for ambitious, driven women of color who want to do more with their money. In this podcast, we'll dive into all things money, from tackling debt, to increasing your savings, to learning how to invest so your money works for you, as well as the mindset you need to unapologetically build generational wealth as a woman of color. I'll help you build a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the BGW Podcast. So today's episode is going to be about a topic that came up when I was on a coaching call with one of my clients, and it was just this... um, yeah, just this concern of, is it safe to invest in the stock market? So I'm going to talk all about that and how to really understand certain things about the stock market to um, have it just feel safer to invest. So we're going to talk all about that. Um, But before we dive in, I want to share with you guys um, that I am hosting a free training. So I love free trainings. I I think I'm a teacher. I just know, like I love teaching. I'm a teacher at heart. Like I enjoy just like being in front of people and like talking and like having them ask questions in real time. And so, um, yeah, like I just want to continue to do this. Um, there is like, there's like Instagram stories and podcasts where it's like very much like me showing up to create content, but it's a whole other thing when people are present and they're engaging and asking questions and like learning in real time. And I love that. And so (laughs) get to the point, Andrea. The point is that um, on Sunday, April 24th, (laughs) I didn't put the the actual date here, April 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be hosting a free training called What's Inside My 401k. So If you are investing through an employer 401k, but you don't really understand what's going on in there, like how does it all work? How, like, how do I get to a place where I'm understanding how my money is being invested? Then this is a training where you want to attend. I'm going to break it down into just like more simple terms, get you to really kind of get the gist of it, right? Um, It's going to be hard to you know, tell you exactly what's in your, um, uh, 401k, but I will give you like, based on the 401ks that I've seen, um, my 403b, like I'll use that kind of as an example to like, get you more familiar with like, Oh, okay. Okay. This is how, you know, it all works. So that training is going to be again, Sunday, April 24th at 3 PM. If you are interested in uh, attending that, head to at building.gen.wealth on Instagram, go to the link in my bio and you will see a button that says register for the free training. Go ahead and register there and you will get a zoom link and, you know, um, emails as we're getting closer to that date. So that is that. So we can just go ahead and start with the topic. So, um, is it safe to invest in the stock market? So like I said, this came up during a client call. And I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's a really important question because when we look at the stock market as a dangerous thing, um, 
it is not surprising that the the response to that belief is, oh, we're just not going to, you know, we're not going to do it. We're not going to um, use that as a way to grow our money because it seems dangerous. And so I want to use this episode to really, um, yeah, just kind of explain certain things about the stock market that hopefully will create more safety uh, once you understand, right? So we're going to talk about safety, how to approach investing, and then what are the pieces of information that will get you to a point where you see this tool as like a tool that's going to help you and that it is safe to use as opposed to something that, you know, it feels dangerous, feels overwhelming, feels risky. Okay. So let's start off with like, what is the definition of safe, right? So I went ahead and Googled it and it's protected from or not exposed to danger or risk, not likely to be harmed or lost. So even in that definition, we're getting kind of like two sides, right? Like the protected from or not exposed to danger feels really absolute, but the not likely to be harmed or lost feels a little bit more like, oh, I have a high probability of not being harmed or lost. Um, And so that's just kind of like interesting. Even that definition has like, at least like the thing that I Googled and the the website that I got it from has two different like ways to even define safety. Um, And so... Yeah, that's a definition of safety. And I and I want to kind of start with like, even just asking you the question, like, do you feel like it's safe to drive? And for most people who are, you know, going to work every day or driving, you know, to the grocery store or have been driving for a while, the answer is um, yes, like it does feel safe to drive. But is it technically like um, risk-free? No. It's not. Yet we feel safe driving because we're so used to doing it, right? We understand the rules. We understand the traffic laws. We have experience. We're very careful to, you know, drive in a way that isn't going to, you know, be detrimental to us or to other people. And so we assume the risk when driving, even though it is technically not like something that you do that is like void of risk, we still feel very safe driving for the most part, right? Like you're, you're taking on something that has risk, but you feel comfortable doing it. Um, and I want to just even preface or not preface. I want to say that like, this is the same way that you want to get to when you think about investing, right? You, you want to feel like, okay, this is, inherently going to come with some level of risk, but I can get to a place where it doesn't feel as risky. It doesn't feel as, um, scary, right? I think a lot of times, um, what makes it feel really scary is that like, we think about risk as I'm risking something. And, and although yes, like you could say like, but those technically mean the same thing. They, they don't have to, right? Like you, um, like being exposed to risk doesn't mean you're risking something in a very like, um, aggressive way. And I think that's just important to understand is that like, you can be in risk and still feel 
like safe and in control and um, capable, just like you can be exposed to risk when you're driving, but still feel very safe, in control and capable. Um, when it comes to money, this can feel a little scary because you're you're essentially thinking about like, oh my gosh, like what, what happens if I put my money that I've worked really hard to earn, that I was really diligent and putting away in savings, I put it into the stock market, I invest it and then I lose it. Like that feels just really scary to me. So, um, you know, you, you're looking at your savings as something that made you feel really secure. Having the savings made you feel like you were covered and you associated that feeling of safety to savings and like having it, um, you know, kept away there. So I, the idea of taking some of that, some of that like money that made you feel really safe, the thing that created safety for you and risking it to put some of it into the stock market can get really scary, right? Like it, it's understandable that like that those thoughts come up because you're just not used to exposing your money to a, an environment that just inherently has risks. And I get it. Like I remember the first time that I invested, my heart was racing. Like when I like hit to buy my first fund, it was a 2055 target date fund from Vanguard. It was for a thousand dollars. And although I had read about like the ins and outs and invest of investing, it still was like a really emotional, scary thing for me to do because I had that thought like lingering in the back of like, oh my gosh, is this going to be okay? Did I just like lose this a thousand dollars? Like, so the fear of losing money was there, but it didn't let me, it didn't keep me from investing. And so that's the thing that you want to like really gauge is like, is the fear of losing money keeping you from investing? And if it is, there's nothing wrong with you, right? It's okay for this fear to be present, but the goal is to get you to a place where it's less scary for you to go from being, you know, kind of like the first time a little nervous driver to someone who feels really confident and really capable behind the wheel. That is like the, essentially this transformation you want to get when you're like learning to invest. Now, this transformation comes when you start understanding like pieces of, uh, of the stock market that create some safety for you, right? Like when you, it comes when you realize that like, oh, okay, I know how this works. This is more of like something that I should be used to, like just understanding certain pieces of how the stock market works just creates um, more safety for you. So here are some pieces of information that will do that for you, that will create more of a safe environment when it comes to investing. So number one is there is a difference between long-term investing and day trading, right? I think that what we what we envision or imagine when we are thinking about investing is we tend to think about it as like a short term thing. And it can be right. Like it can be something that is instant or like happens within a day. Um, and we usually get this because of the, like the mantra that people say, like buy low, sell high. And like, you have to kind of just like figure out when to do that. And that creates a little bit more complexity because you're like, how do I know when to sell? Gosh, what do I buy? Uh, and so it's important to just know that is one type of investing. Like that is not the investing that you are going to start with because that's actually like a very complicated way 
of investing. It's not necessarily something that a lot of people do because they're like, hey, that's like a full-blown career, a full-blown thing that people learn and try to like understand. I more want to be a long-term investor, right? So I want to buy funds, buy assets, and hold them. Um, and when you're starting out, like that is the focus that you want. You want to focus on investing and then really saving for retirement, not only because of the tax benefits, but because the longer that you invest, the more likely you are to say see a return. So I'm going to say that again. The longer you invest, meaning the longer you invest in the stock market, the more time that you have your money in the stock market and you hold the asset that you buy, the more likely that you are to see a return. The stock market has grown at an average of 10% each year. This is before inflation. Um, but it's important to know this is a 10-year average, right? So if you invest your money for 10 years, like you buy it in 2000 and you hold it until 2010, you can expect more or less for your money to increase at about a 10% rate of return or growth. So investing for the long term can really be a great starting place because it'll ease your fear, right? If you're investing for retirement, which is like, you know, decades away, you have to keep your money in the stock market for that amount of time. And if we know that the 10-year average growth is about 10%, you can feel pretty good because it, you, you just are knowing like, hey, this is likely going to grow, right? It's likely going to grow at 10% because that's the average of 10 years. And I don't need these investments until I'm like going into retirement anyway. So I might as well hold on to them. And so that is kind of like the difference that you want to really understand. Like you're not stepping into an environment where it's like high pressure, you need to make this decision and then you have to sell it and then you have to do it again. Like that's not what we're talking about. And I think that that's sometimes what it's just like perceived to be. It's really a lot more boring, <laughs> which can be a really good thing, right? Like you're buying something, you're holding it for 10 years. And then after you see the growth, you're cashing out. Now it's also important to say that like, there will be moments in the stock market where your, your assets like fluctuate in value, but you don't actually lose money unless you cash out. So what do I mean by that is let's say that you buy two shares of llama stock and they are each $10. So you have $20 worth of llama stock um, for those two shares, right? But let's say the value of those stocks go down by $2. So now you have two shares that are worth $18 each. So now that's $16 worth of llama stock, like on paper, like, right? Like you have $16 worth of llama stock on paper, but you still have two shares of llama stocks. You still have the same amount of shares, but the value just went down. If you decide to sell it, then it becomes a real loss. But if you hold it, like we're talking about right now, like with long-term investing, you're holding your assets for 10 years, then you don't actually lose until you like uh, cash it out, which if you're planning to hold it, you're not going to cash it out. And then you're going to wait 10 years and then you'll see, oh, the value of my llama stock actually went from $10 to, you know, $20. And so that ends up being like the, the play that you want to to run. You don't necessarily want to cash out when it's a loss. And there's a difference between like a paper loss, which is like you see like the loss on paper, but it's not actually like a realized loss because you haven't sold it. So I think that that's really important to understand is you want to think about holding it until the value is much higher than when you bought it. Um, 
but this isn't like buy low, sell high instantly. It's essentially kind of like buy, hold, and 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 sell. <laughs> so it's totally different, right? And and doing this is going to set you up to really reap the benefits of long-term growth, which if you're investing for retirement is ultimately what you're going to have to do anyways, because you're not going to need this money or even be able to access this money for the next, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, however long retirement is out for you. Okay. The other thing that you want to understand about investing is that diversification creates less risk. So this is kind of the concept of like putting all your eggs in one basket. You want to, um, just really be diversified in what you're investing in, right? So you can put your money in like one individual stock. Like let's say you have like $5,000 to invest or even $1,000 or even $100. You can say, I'm going to put all of this into one stock and it's going to be Tesla. And let's say the company just goes bankrupt, right? That means you put yourself in a position where you're not getting your money back, right? Like they... Are, they crash and burn and you only put your money in that company. And so your hope was in them and they just like, you know, they're out of business. So that is what you don't want to do. Doing that creates more risk for your investments and for your money. And so what you want to do to create safety is, okay, I want to put my money um, in a lot of different places. Like you want to put your money where it's going to grow and it's going to get exposure to a lot of companies because that creates more safety for you. You're less likely to, um, you know, lose everything because it's dispersed and diversified amongst a lot of companies. Now, the easiest and best way to very easily diversify your portfolio is by investing in a mutual fund. So a mutual fund is, is essentially like you buying a like diversified bundle of stocks. Like it's a bundle of diversified stocks all kind of in one. So I like to explain this like uh, using the analogy of M&Ms. Pretend the stock market is like an M&M store and there's like literally thousands of M&Ms just kind of like everywhere for you to pick, right? There's peanut M&Ms, there's milk chocolate, there's like different colors M&Ms, there's like special themed M&Ms, there's like so many, <laughs> so many to choose from. And so, um, what you could do is you could go into an M&M store and like pick individually one by one, like which ones you want, or you could buy a bundle, which is what they offer. Um, those like little boxes of M&Ms are like the, the little, like, um, kind of medium-sized boxes, which go, which have like a bunch of M&Ms in there. That is essentially what you are, what we're going to call a mutual fund. A mutual fund of M&Ms is like a bundle that you get. And so when you buy a share of a mutual fund, you're essentially getting your money exposed to all of the M&Ms, which in this case are stocks, in that bundle. And that's like great because now you are you know, just you're putting your $100 and you're dispersing them amongst a bunch of companies as opposed to one. And so this is one way to create more safety for yourself when you're investing. You want to diversify what your money is going into to then, you know, not be in a situation where you've just kind of put everything and all of your money into one particular company. Um, now, some mutual funds that are like, pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Great. <laughs> pretty like, 
good at just kind of combining everything is there's a mutual fund that exists that is called a total stock market um, mutual index fund. And that is essentially like a uh, a mutual fund that has all of the stocks in the U.S. in like one fund. So let's say you have $100 um, and you want to buy um, into this fund with your $100. If you bought into a total stock market mutual index fund, you would essentially be owning a little bit of all of the stocks in the stock market, right? It has all of them in this fund. And if you buy into this fund, you are now exposed to all of these stocks in the stock market. So that is a really great way to really diversify your portfolio because you're essentially just buying like into everything. And so if you're really exposed and really diversified, it creates less risk because you're not going to just, you know, be um, super invested into to one company. So that is another way to create safety for yourself. Just understanding that like there is a way to really diversify your money and a simple way to do it. Like that exists. And that's what a lot of people end up investing in because most people don't really love this stuff the way that I do, (laughs) right? They're just like, just put me in a fund that's going to grow my money long-term. Like I don't necessarily super love this. I care about it enough, but I don't want to be like you know, looking at my investments all the time. Like I just want something that's going to consistently grow and, you know, kind of give me a steady and and good return. And so a lot of people utilize mutual funds for this reason. Okay. The third thing is just the thought that, um, I think right now the, the predominant thoughts that we have about the stock market is like, Oh, this is going to be risky. I might lose my money. And I really want to challenge you to start kind of thinking about this um, vehicle of wealth as like, this is a vehicle that when used strategically will help me grow my money just as, as just as it has helped others grow their money. Because this thought creates more of a, like, uh, a reassurance that what you want to do is actually going to be a good thing, right? Because if you're looking at the stock market right now with the lens and perspective of like, this is risky, I don't understand it, I might lose money, like you're just kind of repeating these stories about this actually really great tool that could help you build wealth. And these like thoughts are not really helping you take the actions that you want. And so what you want to do is get to a place of like, full belief in this vehicle. And that might take some time, right? Like it might take some time in building safety and kind of creating that. But a big part of that is how do you change the thoughts? How do you change the thoughts about the stock market? And it might not be like, yes, I fully believe this, right? You might have to take kind of baby steps to get there. Like, and for me, what, when I, when I do this, when I try to kind of, um, reshift what I think about something, I, I always start with curiosity, I always thought with, I always start with like possibility. Like what if, what if this was something that actually could help my money grow? What if like, I don't actually lose money, but I gain money. What if like, this is something that I learned to use and it actually, you know, benefits not just me, but my family, my community. And like, I start kind of redirecting from a place of, you know, fear and, um, 
overwhelmed to like possibility and curiosity. That to me is the thing that bridges the gap before, uh, between this feels really intimidating and, um, you know, overwhelming to this feels really safe. This feels really like something I'm going to use. I feel really confident, um, you know, investing. And so it kind of like helps me ease my way into that thinking. Um, and I think that that's really important for you also to, to kind of let your mind explore, right? Like when it's kind of going there and it's getting, it's going to those uh, thoughts and that place of like, this is risky. I don't know. Like, also kind of step in with another voice and say, yeah, but what if it's not, what if it's actually a great thing? What if we actually like make money? What if it is the vehicle that's going to help us build wealth? What if this is going to ultimately impact our generations to come? Like those thoughts are going to just like help you ease into the idea that investing can actually be a safe thing for you to do. Now, the risk will never completely go away. Just like when you're driving, like it's never like completely risk-free. Um, you are going to always assume a, some level of risk, but understanding that that is normal and that can still be safe to do that, right? It could still be safe to drive. It could still be safe to invest. Um, there's tons of people utilizing the stock market to grow their money. Um, for a lot of like women of color, especially like Latina immigrants, like we were really only taught to save our money. Like, right. We were taught to like, Hey, just save, work really hard for your money. And then just like, put it away. Don't, don't even spend it too much. Like just save it. And if you do want to invest, like, you know, buy real estate, those are kind of the like the things that I don't know if that was your experience, but that was my experience. And so if that's the only thing we hear, it probably makes us even more afraid of the stock market just because it wasn't talked about in our homes. And I want you to just like ease that fear. Like I want you to learn how to leverage the stock market to grow wealth. Because then if you do decide, hey, you know, my my wealth vehicle is actually going to be uh, real estate or it is going to be a business venture, you can do that, but you're not going to do it from a place of fear, right? You're going to do it from a place of feeling empowered and knowledgeable and confident. And that ultimately is what I want for you. Like, I don't want you to not try or or utilize a wealth building tool that is the stock market because of a fear that really could have just been eased by like understanding different ways to approach investing. You don't have to be like a super risky aggressive investor. You can be an investor that like benefits from long-term gains that benefits from diversification um and that really understands like how your money can grow without it you know feeling too risky or um overwhelming and so yeah i just want i want you to i want like my goal i think is like to get everybody to especially women women of color to make empowered decisions from a place of confidence, knowledge, and capability, right? Not because I avoided it, not because I didn't, like I was overwhelmed with it, not because I was fearful of it, but because like I know, and also this is my decision, <laughs> right? For everything, for spending, for saving, for investing, for how you build wealth, like it, it really, like it really will serve you if it comes from a place that that is good and not from a place of fear or um, overwhelm. So 
That is it for this episode, guys. If you are interested in learning how to get started with investing, you want a place to learn about how it all works, then I want to invite you to apply to my one-on-one money and investing coaching program. So inside this program, we go deep and get you to a place where you feel really knowledgeable about how investing works and ultimately how to feel safe investing, even if it does come with some, um, some risk. So we dive deep into how this all comes together. Like, what does it mean for you? Like, What are some investments that you're already investing in through your work um, accounts? And um, yeah, it's just like a set aside time to really get to know your money and also just grow in um, knowledge and confidence because money is something that you are going to manage for the rest of your life. Like for the rest of your life, like you will have to deal with money. And so if that's the case, like why not make it an enjoyable, empowering journey for you? So anywho, if you're interested in that, click on the description and um, you'll see a link to book a call with me or just head over to atbuilding.gen.wealth and book a time to talk to me by clicking in the link in my bio. That is it for this week. I hope you guys are having a great start to your week. Thanks for hanging out. If you're ready to get serious about your money, but you need the support to make it happen, I want to invite you to my one-on-one money coaching program. In this program, I help you build the confidence around your money so you can start building a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Just head over to atbuilding.gen.wealth on Instagram and apply in the link in my bio. I'll see you there.